Hey everyone, welcome to the Walk and Love Podcast. I am TJ. <laughs> And I'm Brooks. Shoot. <laughs> and today's <laughs> episode is all about joy. And we will be sharing some embarrassing stories about ourselves. So to kick things off right away, we're going to start with our most embarrassing stories, which we were chatting about on the drive over here. And I'm fully aware that I don't have very many embarrassing yep, stories because I'm such a cautious person. Yep. Um, I was a very cautious person as a kid still and are. apparently I still am. Yep. Sometimes I don't feel like I am, but I guess that I am. So I have a couple memories of being very embarrassed, but I feel like it was all internal, which <laughs> so explains my personality. Like in second grade, I remember vividly. I remember <laughs> we were all called to like sit down for story time and we were to each grab a carpet square and like go sit yep. in a group for mm-hmm. story time. And I, a bunch of us must've been sitting too far back. So she asked us to scoot in and instead of standing up, picking up my carpet square, like I should have done, Right? Oh, what a fool, what a second grade fool. <laughs> I just grabbed the edges of my carpet square underneath me Still and like, whoop, like tried to like scoot forward. And when I did that, I farted and the whole class heard it and I remember it. They knew. Yeah. Everybody knew it was me. And I remember in fifth grade, I got my name written down on the artboard. <laughs> These are which such was even, minor things in life. Uh, okay. But I still remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> it was bad enough that my name was on the board, like for getting in trouble. But the fact that it was on the board in the art room, like in the- Right. That was like, like your- That, that was, was like my jam. Like yeah. that's where- yeah, I remember that. That was your happy place. I was. It still is. And, and on then, that day, it was filled with sadness. On that day, the art room was full of tears. Uh, yeah, fifth grade. I remember in high school, it was like towards the end of the school year, and our high school didn't have air conditioning. And I was wearing like thick old Navy flip-flops. Like they, you know, they made me taller. They were raised. And so I was very sweaty because it was so hot right, in there. Yeah. But of course, I was probably wearing jeans because I needed to be cool, even yeah. though it was hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like... My feet were so sweaty that I slid off, like my heels slid off the back of my flip-flops while I was walking really fast. And I like face planted into the glass that doors. That's actually kind of embarrassing. Yes. The other two, not so much, but yeah. that's for real. But the funny <laughs> thing is like, no one really saw that except like the office administration and oh, like one guy on the football team, which I was like, Ugh. but like, oddly enough, I don't think back on that and think that was the worst. Right. Well, I think about farting in second grade. Yeah. I mean, that's brutal. But you haven't farted since. <laughs> I just, I just held that it in, it. guys. I'm so cautious. <laughs> so I have an embarrassing story about you. We had just gotten engaged. We went to a Halloween party at my oh, sister's, at your sister's house. house, and we like it was kind of last minute, so we didn't really have a costume. So we decided to go as nerds, like the traditional nerds with glasses and like just dorky yeah you know sweaters and stuff like that mismatched sweaters and stuff like that and you were talking to someone and they were like oh i didn't know you wear glasses and you said i don't they're fake the lenses are poked out and you went you took your fingers to show that but the lenses were poked out yeah i like reached over my two fingers to like tap tap like look they're not real i don't wear them they're not real tap tap and, you and instead i jabbed myself in the eyes because i was like oh that's right i poked uh, the lenses that's out that's so good I that's love your that favorite that's my favorite because like you don't you are cautious so you often aren't found you don't find yourself 
being embarrassed, you know, yeah. cause it's like a big fear. Yeah. Um, yeah. and so when you do, I just find such joy in it. Like right. it just, it just warms yeah. my heart because I am not cautious and I stick my foot in my mouth. You fart all like, the yeah, time. I've, I've been farting <laughs> since second grade on a constant loop every 20 minutes. Um, uh. And so I have a plethora of embarrassing stories, but there's one that yes. is, it's not, it's, I'm actually not embarrassed by it, but it's so funny that I have to share it. So I think it would have mortified some people yeah. if they had oh, been yeah. in that if you scenario. you were in this scenario, you probably are, are going to start sweating during this story. <laughs> um, so we were in Las Vegas, Brooke and I and our friend Jeff at yes. a photo conference, this yep. thing called WPPI that we used to go to when we were professional wedding photographers. And I did not know that I was lactose intolerant at this time. <laughs> so Brooke, oh, Jeff, and I in, enjoyed a Ben and Jerry's ice cream banana split sundae. Yeah. Like a big one. And the night before we had gone to this like event. To I'm going to have to find these pictures. We have at, pictures at of those sun, sundays. Sun, sunrise. It was like the sunrise event. We were all going to take pictures and like be hipster photographers. And then the next day, like we, so we didn't have much sleep. And then we were going <laughs> to have this Sunday. And we started walking around the strip because it was like in between conference events or something like that. And so we were just walking around and the urge for me to go to the bathroom was so strong. Number two. We were nowhere near nowhere our hotel. near the hotel. We're in the middle of the strip. these hotels are enormous. Yeah, they're enormous. And I'm like, guys, I got to go, you know? And so I'm like, I'm going to pick up the base. So we start walking and I'm doing that like, but clenched walk speed Through the walk, casinos through, at through, full well, speed. On the strip. We're still oh, on the strip. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. And we had walked the strip before. And so like, I knew there was like a mall kind of near the planet Hollywood hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a mall in here. So there's gotta be bathrooms, but like every casino is like a maze and like people, they design them. So like you have to go in to go to the bathroom and you have to like walk by all the slot yeah, machines. Yeah, they're not and labeled like, very well. Yeah. They're not like, here's a public yeah, restroom. They want you to get caught in there and lose all your money. It's like they've designed it that way. <laughs> and so I am like, I'm like, I'm going to crap myself in Las Vegas. This is going to be my reality. This is going to be my life. And this will be my story. This will be on my tombstone someday. It'll be like TJ Macedas, husband, father, crapper of Las Vegas. Like... And so I start like, I'm now I'm getting nervous and like, I often have to go to the bathroom very badly. Like picture that scene <laughs> in the office of Kevin being like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> that happens in my life more frequently than I yes. would care when to admit. Yes, when you have to go, like, like it's you like gotta instant. go. Yep. It's time. And you know, now is the time. <laughs> Come now is, is the, the time. time. Um, no. And so we, we start to head into this hotel and casino slash mall. I don't know. Las Vegas is a weird place. And I remember, oh, there's a PF Chang's and I know (laughs) there's a bathroom by that PF Chang's. Because we had just used it the night before. And so I start, I start walking and Jeff and Brooke are behind me probably 10, 15 you know, feet. Yeah. And I can hear them laughing. You know, we're in a we crowded like, yeah. Las Vegas casino hotel. There's <laughs> tons of things happening. Machines are making noise. And I can hear my two friends, my wife, one of them <laughs> laughing at me because they think that I'm going to crap my pants. Yes. And I'm now finding out that I'm lactose intolerant. So like, it wasn't just normal. It was, <laughs> there was extra extra elements to the, my stomach pain. Yes. And so I can see the PF Changs. It's probably like 30 feet ahead. There's a, there's like a little 
circle of slot machines, probably 15 feet ahead. And I'm, and I'm going as fast as I can. Cause it's like that weird, you don't want to go too fast because that might make <laughs> things happen, but you don't want to go too slow because you got to get there quickly. <laughs> so it's like this weird butt clenched speed walk. And I'm sure people are just like, what is wrong with that guy? And so I get to those little cat, that little, uh, uh, slot of slot machines and I'm like, it's happening. It's happening. And I like (laughs) fall, like, like I've been in an oasis in a desert and I'm like falling next to a, like a pond of water to take a drink. And I like actually have to catch myself. You brace yourself. Brace myself for me crapping in a casino. (laughs) And by the grace of God, by the strength strength of the Lord and all that is holy, I was able to, Refocus, <laughs> clench a little tighter, and persevere, <laughs> and get to the bathroom. Oh, my word! And I can just hear Brooke and Jeff I'm like just on they're the like floor, rolling, laying on at slot me machines, because laughing. they can see my body like kind of convulse <laughs> by these slot machines, just to be like. Oh! And then you have to get all the way in. And, and then I get all the way in. You guys, get your pants undone, and they're still like I was not through the storm. I was just. I was on the edge of the eye and I still had to push through, but somehow I did it. And Brooke has this picture of me eating this banana split that just perfectly describes that scenario. What was I'm just about like, to happen? Oh gosh, why am I doing this? I didn't slept. So Uh-oh. that is my I'm going to do my best. If I know where those Polaroids yeah. are. That is oh my, my goodness. most embarrassing story. I got to attach it to the show notes. And that is just one, one of many. Like mm-hmm. Brooke is having trouble coming up with more than one. I have a plethora. We could just start off every episode with you oh, sharing man. one. Yeah. But the reason we wanted to tell you guys that is hopefully they made you laugh because laughter is great medicine. Mm-hmm. And today we're talking about joy and choosing joy, clinging to joy and the ways that we incorporate joy in our lives and how we fight for it and how we look for it and how we try to uh, cultivate it in our mm-hmm. family and in our marriage and in ourselves personally. Um, and so it's become a big part of our t-shirts and the things that we sell and the things that we do choose joy, cling to joy, et cetera. Um, and so we wanted to talk today, just some really simple ways to bring joy into your life and into your family. Um, and we just gave you an example of one of those is yeah. just enjoying those embarrassing stories Absolutely. for what they are and laughing at Tell them. Tell them whenever you can, yeah. assuming it's not hurting anybody's right. feelings. Yeah. But um, because I, I've told that one many times. Yes. Yeah. Because I think the phrase is, you know, choose joy, be joyful, cling to joy. Like that all sounds great. Someone says that or encourages you to do that. And you're like, yep. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. I'll do that. And then you're like, how do I do that? Right. And then you're like, what does that look like? Right. Like, how do I actually do that? And not just like wishfully think, right. Oh, that'd be nice. And and there is an element that it comes naturally more naturally to some people. So like, you know, as we've talked about the Enneagram, uh, I am a seven, so I am the enthusiast. So yeah. choosing joy comes very natural to me. Yeah. Um, it comes less natural to Brooke. Mm-hmm. And so she's got to fight for it a little bit more. Um, and so that, so we'll just put that as like a little disclaimer that like, it's going to be harder for some of you and it's going to be easier for some of you, but that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be fought for and you shouldn't choose it anyways. Right. Um, so the first thing that we're going to do is talk about how we choose joy in our family time. So we have young kids, um, which makes it easier. Like kids bring joy into your life. They are just happy balls of energy yeah. and excitement and, and chaos and chaos. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of tears and a lot of sadness as well that come with kids. And so you still have to choose that joy when yeah. 
you know, you got crap on your hands or, you know, you got to change diapers or whatever. And so, um, but I would say the one thing that we do in our family that we do really well, um, is that we have fun. And so that's just one way that we bring a lot of joy into our, to our lives. And we have fun playing silly games that we have given names to. Mm -hmm. And I started doing this early on with June. I, we would start doing something, playing a game, you know, it could be something simple like, uh, throwing, uh, you know, we put a blanket over this like big mound of pillows and she jumps into the blanket and it falls in and she lands on the pillows. Yeah. So we started calling that the blanket game. Right. And what that does, <laughs> such a creative yes, name, really, but well, that's I'm not the point. <laughs> but what that does is that gives June the ability to talk about that joy that that game brought her. Yes. And now she can go back and ask, Hey, can we play the blanket game? Yeah. You know, can Sonny play the blanket game? Sonny's never played the blanket game. And so we do that over and over. We have games called Thunderdome, which is basically just like a big wrestling mat. Mm-hmm. We have a game called Flip Flop Swap, where we change each other's flip flops and try to wear our kids' flip flops. It's so dumb, but they love she it. She thinks it's the um, best thing. You know, and so we name all these games. We have dance parties that we have with specific songs. Yeah. Um, we have tickle bugs that will come, you know, find you and tickle you. And, and so there's <laughs> just like over and over, we've named these things that we do again and again. And I think what that does is that allows you to choose joy by by pulling those names out and selecting that activity. Um, Like I'll I'll give a real life example that just happened. So June had spent the night at Brooke's parents' house, Mm -hmm. stayed up too late. So the next day around bedtime, she was just like, she was melting down. She didn't have a nap that day. She was tired. We could just see it in her. We could feel it in her. But she was also like a scuzzy little dirt ball. So she needed a (laughs) bath and she was just like, I don't want to take a bath. I don't want to take a bath. I just want to go to bed. And so I could hear all this happening. I was doing something else in Brooklyn. And, I, I, and so I came downstairs and I was like, hey, June, are you ready for a super scrub speed down or super speed scrub down? And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, you know what? I don't think you can handle it. I think it's too fast. Yeah, the reverse psychology is working yeah. real well like, on her four and a half year old right now. A super speed scrub down. You've never had one before. And she was just like, well, what is it? You know, and she just like yeah. got super engaged. And I said, well, it's it happens in the bathtub. So like, do you want to? Do you want to do it? She's like, well, do you yeah. think you can handle it? Do you think you can handle it? And so she, <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, so yeah she, I can do that. So, you know, she was in tears because she didn't want to take a bath. And so we named something that was going to happen in the bath. I've never done this before. Just making it up as I go. And, uh, what <laughs> I was just going to do. Your yeah. Biography. Yeah, I've never done this yeah. before. Just making yeah. it up as I go. Uh, with TJ Mercedes and Michael Scott. Pooped in Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> and so I put her in the tub. I put soap in my hands and I just scrub her down really fast. And I'm yeah. like, and then I rinse her off and I'm like, all right, we're done. You can get out. And then she's like, well, I want to still play in the bathtub. Right. And so like we brought that point of tears to joy by just yeah. giving something a fun name and like spinning it real fun. And it was just, it just made it nice and easy. And so that's one thing that we do in our lives and in our family. So if you've got young kids or old kids, like, name the game, you know, name the games, like name the games, name what you're going to do so that you can capture that joy in that name. And then, you know, you can repeat it. it. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing that we do, and I'm going to let Brooke sort of take the lead on this one is it it goes right along with that naming things. And so Brooke, take it away. Yeah. (laughs) Segway. Yeah. So, I mean, I, we've, we've talked about, we've talked about this before, just the power in naming anything. Um, so one of the things that has really helped me choose joy, and I actually would say more cling to joy, um, 
was in the season of, you know, so in, in 2018 when Sunny was just born and she was just so fussy and sad all the time and you're not sleeping and everything just feels like swirling chaos. Yep. Um, your whole life feels like it's lactose intolerant. Yeah. <laughs> um, which Your whole life is a walk through a casino. Yeah. And trying to get to the P of Chang's. Yes. <laughs> if that is your life, <laughs> I would encourage you to start a grateful list. And for me, that looked like, um, like I didn't have a journal. It was not some like, oh, beautiful, yeah. peaceful thing that happened every yeah. morning. Like sometimes it was on a whiteboard. Sometimes it was on my computer or on my, the notes on my phone. At some point within like, you know, maybe the first hour of the day, I would try really hard to write three to five things I was grateful for. And it does, it just shifts your thinking Mm -hmm. to be like, okay. There's things to choose joy about. I can be grateful and happy about Mm -hmm. these things and I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it through the day because I'm grateful. And sometimes it was like top of the list. TJ's bringing me Starbucks at noon. Like no joke, no shame on what is on that list. Like don't filter yourself. Don't judge yourself about what's on that list. Like write what you are truly grateful for, even if it seems silly or small. And sometimes I would keep, if if I was happening to write it on paper, I would just kind of let them stack up in the corner of the kitchen counter by my computer. And at the end of the week, it'd be really interesting to look at those and just realize, wow, like, I made it through another week. Right. Everyone's alive. Yep. Everyone's okay. Look at all these things. Cause it's not like I wrote the same thing every day. Right. And it was, I was just naming it. I was just giving voice mm-hmm. to those things. And if I saw something showing up repeatedly, like, you know, conversation with Kelsey, like my sister-in-law, who's also my neighbor, like right. if that shows up three or four times, I'm like, Whoa, I need to pursue that. Clearly I'm very grateful yeah. for that. That is probably something that brings me joy. Maybe we should go go out to eat or like, maybe I should turn that into something else. Like, you know, and that's not the the point of the list. You don't have to do that every time, but I do think you'll see some patterns emerge, which, which can just that alone can bring you joy of like, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Clearly this is something that speaks to me and I really, really like. And so another thing we do is at dinner time. Right. We sort of, we sort of have made that into a family activity. And so when we all sit down for dinner, we say, let's share our highlights of the day. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first? Yep. Um, and then someone will share. And usually June is very opinionated on who needs who's to go going first. first and the order that we all need to pick each other, but, which is very confusing. Yeah, but you, what you do is you say, my highlight today was, and you fill in the blank, and then you pick the next person. So you, so not only are you sharing your highlight, but you're you're encouraging the next person to share theirs. Yeah. Um, and that's been really fascinating to us because there are some times where we do this really elaborate thing for June or we we, you know, we go to the aquarium or like something like that. And we're like, Oh, this is for sure going to be the highlight. Yeah. Or it was our highlight of the day. And she's like, my highlight was playing with my grandpa. And you're just like, Oh gosh. (laughs) You're so sweet. (laughs) You know? And yeah. And, uh, and so it's really just cultivated joy in our lives and in our family. And like now June has started to mimic our reaction. So like, like, I'm like, my highlight was getting to go on a walk with Sunny this morning. And she, June will go, that's so sweet. That's a great highlight, Dad. Just knowing that she's watching us and she's looking at us, obviously that's what kids do, but but now she's seeing us call out what brings us joy and what has been the highlight and what we love will instill that sort of attitude in hers, um, that she can find those things every day, no matter how simple the day is. And there's some days where we don't do anything, you know, and like yesterday, my highlight of the day was taking a killer nap to which Brooke 
posted a story of me sleeping because <laughs> I had my shoes on still. And I just like laid down on our nugget couches that are more toys than couch. Yeah. And just out. You were out. Hard. Yeah. But that's one thing that we do. And, and I think that really helps, you know, and, mm-hmm. I, and I would, that that's such an easy thing to do. That especially is so with easy. Kids. Yeah. Because like, honestly, with young kids at the dinner table, it's like conversation is gone anyways. It's almost impossible at this point. Right. Um, you know, and so it, it really allows you to have at least a little bit of a conversation and be on the same page as a husband and wife. Know what brings Brooke joy, what brings me joy. Um, and that allows us to push for those things in each other's lives. So like if Brooke keeps saying my conversation with Kelsey, my conversation with Kelsey uh, and I, and I, and I see that, then I can push Brooke who, who does sort of hesitate to do things that she loves to do. (laughs) She needs pushed into the deep end for sure. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) take your nose plug off and just jump. But she'll just be like, I don't know. Should I go out to dinner with this person or should I go out to dinner with Kelsey? I don't know. Like we got to get the kids and like, and I'm like, do it, just do it. And so that's another aspect. Well, it allows you to help. Well, and vice versa. It allows us to help each other when we know what brings the other person joy or what they're grateful for. And then I can be like, that's so easy. Like you go do Do that. I'll go, I'll stay with the kids or I'll drop them off or I'll, you know, whatever. Um, and I think a lot of times we think like, oh, that's selfishness because I am asking for a favor, but like that's love too. Like you could, you could take the negative connotation away from that and add the positive. Like it is loving. It is me loving my wife to push her to do something that will bring her joy and sacrifice my time to watch the kids and Mm -hmm. vice versa. And we've 2018 being the hard year that it was for us, we really pushed each other in that way. Like, no, you, if you want to spend the next 40 minutes driving to Starbucks and back, just for that, for that cream reason alone, alone, like do it. <laughs> Did you say for the whipped cream yeah. alone? <laughs> just, Did you know they'll actually just give you a contain uh, a cup of whipped cream? I did not know that. I think they mostly do it for people's dogs, <laughs> but but I think if you say maybe you just like get your kid to bark in the back seat yeah. and say, "Oh, I got a dog back there. Can yeah. I have a dog frappuccino?" <laughs> they'll just fill it with whipped cream. Nice. It's, Make it a Trente. It's, <laughs> it's but, amazing. But so so that's one thing that we've really done. Um, and like my, you know, we talk about me going to the movies all the time, but it really like, I mean, Brooke, you can speak to that. Like just how, how it changes my attitude. Yeah, it does. It's your way of, it does bring you joy on a lot of different levels. Like, I mean, you went to film school, right? so like, so I do just, so you literally just like movies and stories and all of that. But it also is, it's funny because you always call it your non-screen time. Which but is, I'm watching a giant screen. Because you're watching a giant screen. But you mean like you're not on a phone, you're not on Instagram, you're not on a computer doing things and right. spreadsheets and you're just websites out. and like you're just in the zone because yes. it's dark and it's right. big and it's loud and it's amazing. It's and you everything. always come back. Yeah. Yeah. Joyful. Joyful. And yeah. so you so sometimes I'll him and ha like, I don't know, do I want to see this movie? And like Right. And you'll just be like, no, go. I'll be like, go, go, go. Yeah. You're going to be like, go now. <laughs> um, and so, so yeah. So really trying to like, especially for you married couples out there is like, find it, like name what brings your spouse joy and then push them to do that. Even when they're trying to him and haw their way out of it, you know, yeah. and Brooke will him and haw more than I will. And so yeah. I'll, I'll really have to push and just be like, and then she'll be like, well, I could take June if you want me to. And I'm like, no, just <laughs> go. Yeah. But sometimes I do want right. to, I genuinely do yeah. want to take June and that, that actually does add value. And value. It's it. not just about find joy in solo yeah. time right. by being by yourself, although that is valuable. Right. Um, and then, and we'll end with this. So the last way that we 
cultivate joy and, and choose joy and cling to joy <laughs> in our house is super simple. Um, it's laughter. It is finding yeah. things that make us laugh and just repeating them over and over and over and over yeah. and over again and watching like we we watch the office all the time we watch parks and rec we watch new girl those are shows that make us laugh and then we just watch stand-up comedians like we love yeah. laughing and then we love like when i get you to laugh you'll be like that was a good joke like you yeah. will name that good joke and we'll we'll, well your we'll, joke is always whenever you actually get me to yeah. laugh hard just you'll just yell from the other side of the house got her got her you know, because that's my goal is to make Brooke laugh. Um, and I love when it, when she does, because that brings us both joy. And so I think a lot of times we don't like people, there'll be people out there that'll be like, Oh, well that's just entertainment. Like that's not an actual part of like joy in my reality or whatever. There'll be people that kind of naysay or like poo poo that type of, that type of joy that maybe watching a show or stand up comedian could bring. But not if you like make it a thing like right. we you know we when we watch a stand up special on Netflix we will put our phones down shut them off or whatever and just like be all in yeah. on that and then we'll repeat the jokes yeah, to each other yeah we laugh about it for the next 2 weeks you know, it's not just and then those jokes become like a, you know a part of our lexicon of you know yeah. funny lines and, yeah. and it just and it goes on and on and on and it adds a joyful attitude to our heart. So find things that make you laugh because those will keep making you laugh and yeah. allow you to like, um, you know, have that happy heart attitude in your lives. Um, yeah. one that we just watched, if you guys are looking for a recommendation, I can't now I'm totally blank. His name's Nate, Nate something. Bergazzi, Bergazzi, I think. Bergazzi. Um, but his thing is called the Tennessee kid. And so funny, whew, super clean. Man, his delivery is, is fantastic. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's a Netflix special. Really, really good. So if you yeah. need one, he talks about Starbucks and whipped yeah. cream. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, it's a perfect he tie-in. He's got a real some really good bits in there. Yeah, um, but find things that make you laugh, and then just you know enjoy yeah. them either by yourself or with your spouse, um, because that will really help cultivate joy in your lives and, mm -hmm. and help you to choose it. Any final thoughts? I don't think so. Bro? I just would say that it's a lesson, or maybe not a lesson. It's something we continually work on. Right. I think we decided maybe a couple years ago, like. It's not like we had a conversation. Hey, let's start choosing joy. Right. And shook hands. Like, hey, what are you saying? Hey, put you in it. the pictures. <laughs> Choose joy. Um, you know, it just like maybe having a kid started to do that, or right. I don't know. But it is something that we've worked harder at. Well, something you said, and to it me only gets before better. we started recording was like, "Choose joy, cling to joy." Those are both verbs. You know, like yes, they yeah, are, you have to work you have towards to work them. Towards them, they're an action. Um, and once you do that action over and over and over and over again, you will start to develop those muscles Absolutely. to see it and yeah. to find it in places that it might not be all, like it might not, yeah. have, you in might not have been things. able to find it a year ago. And then today, because yeah. you've been choosing joy all year, you found it there. And yeah. that's really a really powerful moment when that kind of stuff happens. That's it for today's episode. We yeah. so appreciate you guys listening to it. Obviously always helps when you subscribe to the podcast rate the podcast. Yeah. Tell your friends about the podcast. Tell your enemies about the podcast. Whoever you want. <laughs> tell strangers in the road about our podcast. Um, we also have shirts available right now. So yes. we kind of changed the way we do our business where we only release shirts at various times. Um, and then our shop is closed most of the time. So yeah. right now it is open. It is open. Shop.walkandlove.com. And because you made it to the end of the podcast, <gasps> I'm going to tell you, yes. use the code podcast. 
and get 15% off, which is a big discount for us nowadays. That is. Um, so yeah, go do that right now. And thanks for listening. And there is a shirt and sweatshirt that says cling to joy. So if oh, you need that fantastic. reminder, that might be a good one to check out. Yeah. See ya. See ya.